Welcome, everybody. It's Courtney Atkinson here with the Atkinson team at EXP Realty. And today I'm getting to hang out with an amazing icon agent, Chris Molinar from Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. Hey, Chris, how's your day going today, man? So far, so good. It's a sunny day and the snow is melting a little bit here in Saskatoon. So that's, uh, that's always good news. How much snow is on the ground right now? Well, we had like record snowfalls this year. Uh, we, we seem to get three feet of snow all at once. And I, I think the, we have a, an extra, you know, sort of divider in every single street and the, the city workers are going around trying to snow blow the, the snow banks from the middle of the streets everywhere. So it's kind of- For those of you that, that aren't familiar with this, the, uh, the snow blowers that Chris is talking about are like the snowblowers that you see at airports, if you've ever been to a Canadian airport, they're like sometimes two to three. What do you call those? Uh, um, there's a name for those twirly things. I forget. High. Like they're as high as a school yep. bus, right? Driving down the middle of the road, blowing the snow into the back of a dump truck. I mean, there's loads of it, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's a serious ordeal. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. I used to live in Saskatoon, so I know all about this. Yeah. So Chris, I really want to say thanks for being here, man. I, as I've shared with many people who have watched this series before, uh, I get to hang out with some of the most productive, most prolific, most successful realtors in all of North America. You're one of those people. You're having a record year this year. I want to talk to you just about what got you into real estate. You know, who were you before? And then what was your leverage point of getting into this industry? Yeah, great question. Well, uh, you know, believe it or not, prior to real estate, I was actually a journeyman sheet metal worker of all things. So yeah. I, I moved to Saskatoon from BC, believe it or not. And I was at about 20 years old and I started in sheet metal was the best job I could get off the streets with room for improvement with the limited amount of skill I had at the time. So I got my, my journeyman ticket, got out of the trades just as fast as I got in, but at least I, I left with my journeyman ticket. Yeah. And uh, what ended up happening was um, I, I met a wonderful woman who I basically, she had it going on and I was working myself in and I was selling her on my ambition. And so she, she called my bluff and she took me to the store and she forced me to buy a business book. And that really did change my life because I, I bought the book. I think it was Rich Dad, Poor Dad by okay. Robert Kiyosaki. And he basically said in there, if you want to have money, invest in real estate. And if you want to make more money, learn how to sell. So I kind of read between the lines. I said, well, maybe I should learn how to sell real estate. So I, I got in and again, started at the bottom, had very limited skill. And I, I took the Dale Carnegie public speaking training course. Yeah. And I came back Brilliant to volunteer program. for six or eight courses thereafter. And, and sort of, I, I built it one brick at a time, I guess you could say. That's awesome. High five to your wife for seeing that in you and making yeah. that recommendation. That's an amazing story. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. She's pretty great. Cool. By the way, this man has a 10-month-old, and look at his eyes. He barely looks like he's missed a wink, so well done. I don't know what kind of child you guys born, but it uh, seems like you got a pretty good sleeper in your house from the sounds of things. Yeah, yeah, he's a good kid. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Hey, um, how long have you been doing real estate? Yeah, so this uh, this will be my eighth year in real estate. I started in 2013. Wow. So it kind of – I didn't really – I wasn't in it for the boom times of, let's say – know 2008 and such but 2014 was still pretty sort of high peak i suppose you could say compared to recent years and then now it's covid markets busy now again so yeah 
Well, you've had an amazing trajectory in, in that time. Yeah. What's your favorite thing about this, man? You've been doing it now eight years. You've seen some good times. You've seen some, some struggles. You know, we've had tons of mortgage changes in Canada that impacted us in different ways and different communities. So, you know, you've been here long enough to be able to look back and say, okay, you know what, this is the thing that's really sustained me, that's filled my bucket and kept me showing up the best version of myself every day. What's been that thing for you? Yeah, you know what? I mean, I, I always say this, that it's a little bit of a gift and a curse. My sort of, I guess you could say my superpower is that it seems to be that I learn things the hard way so that by the time I learn them, I know them so well that I can teach them. So like yeah. I, I consider myself good at what I do, but because of that, what I find most satisfying about being a realtor is helping people not just find that dream home. Everybody likes to brand themselves as the, I help you find your dream home, but I'm just as satisfied as a realtor when I help somebody out of a difficult situation as into that perfect dream home. So to me, it's, you're really changing people's lives. You're helping people through some of the happiest and some of the most difficult times in their lives. And yeah. then on the opposite side of that, um, I like to give back to the real, the real estate community, the realtor community as well. So when I help another real estate agent sort of get to that next level or get up off the ground, I mean, that's just, it's a really rewarding part of what we do. And that's one of the cool things about our brokerage model, right? That we can talk about in a little while, but um, that's one of the reasons that you're here. That's one of the reasons that I'm here too. That's cool to hear. Yeah. yeah uh, my, my next question is um, a, a funny one. You know, it seems like anybody that's been in the business a little while has had the success that you have. You've done a lot of transactions in eight years, has a funny story or two. Share with us a funny story that you've got about real estate or a shocking story that you've got about real estate. Yeah, you know, well, I'll, I'll actually answer that in two ways. Uh, one interesting story, one of my buddies asked me this, what's some of the craziest things you've seen? He tagged me in this post. It was something to do with real estate, funny things people see when they show houses. And, <laughs> and I remember answering the question. It was one time, I think the listing realtor forgot to notify that, or he notified one tenant but the tenant didn't tell his buddy and his buddy was like, you know, a bachelor guy. And basically he was in his sleeping bag, you know, um, when we went to go show the house, which was an unfortunate turn of events for my buyers. So that was kind of an interesting surprise, you know, to say the least he was, uh, let's just say not expecting us. Yeah, um, fair enough. But, but also a, a fun, kind of a happy, funny story was likewise a realtor forgot to book the showing and it was a, it was a big family house, it was a, something like 20 something, 2,200 square foot house. Yeah. And they had uh, my, the family I was representing had kids like this. They had like six, seven kids, boom, 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 boom. And then the owner, the seller somehow was mixed up about the showing time. So we show up and they're not ready for us. And then it turns out that their family is the same thing, six, seven kids, but it's, they're, taller boom 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 so it was like the perfect scenario of like they outgrew this house that was perfectly custom set up for all these kids <laughs> my you know it was kind of like that perfect sort of and these families situation. ended up meeting at this showing is that true and then they hit it off which i've had it go the other way too yeah. um but we got into the house and i didn't know who belonged to who i was like what's there's like <laughs> well that wouldn't go now with covid because you can only have five people i guess but you know it was hey. uh and they bought the house. So it was a, it was no a kidding. scenario. Yeah. Oh, I love that story. I wonder yeah. if they're still friends now. That'd be cool to follow up and know that. Right. 
Yeah. Yeah. So you and I are both uh, agents at this amazing broker, GXP Realty. So I'd like you to share with the folks that are watching today, what was one of the major draws or what were all the draws for you when you were looking at making a switch? Oh man, this is a love hate question because, (laughs) because honestly, I've been sitting and watching with handcuffs EXP Realty in like, in like 2017. So I joined uh, Brendan Burchard's mastermind group. So he's a big personal development advocate, leadership yeah. um, oriented guy. And I met AJ Maida, who's my sponsor at, at mm-hmm. EXP Realty. And at that time, AJ was like a team leader production guy. He's like, I could do, he was doing 80 deals a year, something like that with a team of five realtors, something like mm-hmm. that, which is re- like, it's good. But I'm like, okay, fine. And he goes, yeah, I, I've got like 80 realtors on my team now with revenue share. And he says at that time, you know, rough numbers by memory was he was doing eight grand a month in revenue share or something like that. He was pumped. Mm-hmm. And I was sold on the concept at that time. But I'm like, well, dang, that's a long way from making it to Saskatoon, you know, and, and all this kind of stuff. And fast forward, I'm sitting here watching while well, we're not available, like EXP is not available in Saskatchewan. Yeah, I think AJ has like over 2000 realtors on his team now. And he's, I think he broke seven figures in revenue share us dollars this year and totally retired from selling houses and just total absolute superstar. So, I mean, I've been watching this from the sidelines, you know, and, and even the stock price this year, it's just absolutely crazy. So, I mean, it's an, to me, it's a, it's a no brainer, but this is what I say to agents. Um, I say that, Well, first of all, I've learned EXP is not for everybody, but for those people that see what it really is and what it really has to offer, it's an absolute game changer. Um, And I mean, the long and the short of it is it's three revenue streams versus the typical one. I mean, no matter where your business is at, it's basically like in real estate. And this is how I coach realtors. In real estate, you start with a negative salary, which is, Mm -hmm. let's say, on average, let's say negative 25 grand a year. That's just your, your brokerage expenses, not even talking about your business expenses, everything else. So it's, let's just say 30 to 50 grand negative salary every year. Like some sales businesses, it's salary plus bonus. In real estate, it's negative salary and 100% commission. So the go hard, mm-hmm. you know, and in, in EXP this year, which is super cool, um, I've built a bit of a team so far. It's just over one year in the business. I hit the icon award. But with the agent equity, um, the company, including my revenue share and the stock, what's happened, the company actually paid me to work here. Mm -hmm. Like significant, like whatever, what I would have paid in fees, they've paid me through stock and revenue share. And it's my first year in the, in, in this company. Like, how do you beat that? It's amazing to me when we speak to people, because I know that this has happened to you as well. And. I, I think that people look at us like it's not true, right? I get the sense that people think that I'm lying to them or that there must be some like hidden details that we're not sharing with them. Like you have to get implanted with a chip and sell your soul to the devil. And then, you know, it, it's just that it's it's just a new thing in Canada. It's new in Saskatchewan. Yeah. It's still fairly new in my market too. And, uh, and when we start explaining these things, for me, it took a while to sink in. I was a year making my decision as well. It took some time, but I was like, man, all these great people, like, look at you, you're an amazing top producing agent in Saskatoon. I'm speaking to all these people across North America who've made this choice. I'm like, okay, listen, dummies don't, don't make bad choices this consistently. Like smart people 
make this kind of choice consistently. So even if I have these self doubts and, and, and don't believe what I'm seeing or hearing, I have to believe the action, right. And the fact that these people have stuck with it because it's so good. And then you hear these stories of people after a year, the brokerage is paying and it's like, man, that's undeniable. Thanks for sharing that. Well, well, you look at this. Okay. So I, I say it's not for everybody because not everybody sees the light, let's say, but the truth is, I feel like there's never been a better opportunity for individual agents ever in the history of real estate. So because it's so different, every agent should at least know about it, what it is, what it has to offer, regardless of whether they decide to move today, tomorrow, or never. It's, mm -hmm. I think just, it's, it's a must know. The, the funny thing that, that I keep saying, and, and, and maybe it sounds like boastful or egotistical, but I really believe that it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when people move. Like after some time, people are going to have to say like, why, why am I participating in this model that serves one person when I can participate in this model that serves me and my collective community? And then you and I, who never knew each other before, want to help each other. Like just as a matter of fact, before this phone call, you know, Chris and I were chatting about how to help one another grow each other's businesses, you know? It doesn't happen that frequently in our industry. And we've just got to know each other today. And that's the nature of, I think, the culture in our business and this brokerage. It's pretty cool. It is. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah. So, you know, you shared with us the, kind of the two following questions, you know, how long you've been doing it for, what your favorite elements are about it. But I want to talk to you about your icon status. So, you know, um, I have such high regard for people like you that, that sell this much business and that have done it so consistently over such a long period of time. I want you to share with us, you know, how do you, what would you attribute to that success? You know, if you had to look back at one or two or three things that have helped you get here and stay here, right. So consistently, and then even to, to, to exceed that in the year of a pandemic, like, what does that look like? How, 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 how does that happen? Well, a couple things. Um, I will admit that, it was a little bit more difficult than I thought it would be to hit icon. Um, part of the reason why is because, especially when I began building my team, you know, I want to feed my teammates as much as I can and be as generous as I can with, with the lead flow that comes in, et cetera. Um, so hit, hitting the exact requirements to become an icon agent, first of all, super proud of it. Um, but it, to answer that question, it's kind of like this. People say, uh, you know, Chris, I know that you read a lot of books and whatever else, and that's kind of, you know, where you go to consume content and develop your mindset. And they say, well, what's the, what's the one book that I should read? And I say, whatever book you're reading right now, it's like, okay, what's the one book I should read? Well, it's not the one book. It's the habit of reading a book a week for 10 years, you know, that, that changed my life. It's, you know, I started from nothing and built something for myself and, it's a work in progress, no matter where you are, mm -hmm. having a goal, staying consistent and creating productive habits. I mean, you know, it's, and depending what your goals are. So yeah, we were chatting about how to, how to grow and develop and scale your production business. Right. Mm -hmm. um, you know, but if you're going from zero to 60 or 60 to hundred, you know, it, it really depends where you're at and what you have for resources available to you. So Absolutely. some people come into the business with a huge network some people come into the business with like a massive amount of skill. So sometimes you just need to point people in the right direction for what they need next sort of thing. Yeah. So that's really great advice. You know, I think so often we think that there's like a one size fits all approach to succeeding in real estate. And I, I love that you nailed it. 
Um, we talk about this lots in our team because I interview lots of agents for the growth of our of our company. And when people ask me what the two things are, well, what, what predicts success, I, I always say there's two things. I like grit as an answer because to me, grit is like just the determination that rain or shine, you know, buyer's market, seller's market, whether or not I had a good night's sleep or a bad night's sleep, whether or not my wife is angry at me or not, I still show up and I work hard. You know, I show up and I, and I do the work each and every day, the same number of hours, predictably, consistently, and without exception, right? And like you said, I did that for a decade, now 12 years. The second thing uh, I think that, um, that most predictably will, will help somebody succeed is just the habit of prospecting, like make a habit of doing something, reaching out to people. It doesn't matter who, if you have to go through the white pages, do that. If you want to go through the yellow pages, do that. If you like proactively reaching out to people on Facebook, do that. If you want to text, call, or email, do that, but do it every day and do it consistently. Those two things, you know what, show me, show me somebody that does those two things and I'll show you somebody that makes a six figure salary guaranteed every year. hundred percent. Yes. Love that. So yep. finishing off here, you know, and I know that we, you and I could go on for ages because you've coached lots of people and so have I, and I would love to spend all day with you, but I want to respect your time because I know that you've got a lot on the go and compounding that as a, as a 10 month old boy that I'm sure you'd like to spend more time with. So my, my, my closing question is this, you know, what's the one piece of advice that you would give to yourself, you know, eight years ago? if you could speak to that version of yourself, or if you were speaking to somebody who's just getting started today in the industry that might help them succeed just a little bit more quickly or ease some of the emotional or financial burden of starting out in this career. Dang. Well, somebody starting out or myself starting out in the business, I would say, Focus on the little wins, you know, because it's so easy. Like nobody gets into real estate. Everybody gets into real estate for the upside. Let's, let's be honest about that. Everybody mm -hmm. gets in thinking I can be the best I can be. I can, what, even if it's like I can make a good income and spend more time with my family, or I can spend, I can make as much income as I want, or I can have whatever lifestyle I want. I can be whoever I want to be as much as it's always the upside. It's always the big goal. Even if you, when you get there, if you don't enjoy the process, then what's it all for? So I would say celebrate the little wins along the way a little bit more um, because then it, you're not so worried. You're not so focused on the outcome. You can really just enjoy, enjoy every day going through it. Do you meditate at all? I, I think like it's a it, requirement, man. I mean, if you don't, <laughs> you just need to get your, get your head sort of clear you know it sounds like the words of a guy that spends some time just enjoying moments right and uh you know in my older age i have to tell you it's one of the ways that i've managed stress of my personal life and work is just getting at peace with these moments and worrying less about outcomes in fact in many cases completely divesting myself from the outcomes and just being happy that i have meaningful work to do that i'm surrounded by great people that i've got a great family and and that this is a beautiful time right now this very moment right and just appreciating those things that's such sage advice, man. I love that. Thanks for sharing that. I got to ask you one more question because you're a voracious reader and so have I. What's, what's the most impactful book for you? Now, I, I recognize that this could be a, a different question for everybody, but for you, what's been the most impactful book that you've read in the last while that stands out? You know what? There's, this is, it's, I mean, I'm a big reader, right? I like reading. 
and it's like it really depends on what you want to get out of the book but there there's a there's a series of books that i read over and over and over and over again so i would answer this question in such a way that it's about to become a big success i'm learning more now that it's about having the right books that you can read over and over again and study and get good at and master your craft is more important than how many books you read. So books like, you know, Think and Grow Rich, books like Rich Dad, Poor Dad, books like, you know, The Science of Getting Rich. There's a lot of books on learning how to control your state of mind, right? Because it's all about your thoughts and you create what you think about, you attract what you're, you, what you're like, right? So the more yeah. that you can be consciously control that and, and put it in the right direction, that's, but it's a forever, never ending thing. So find the right books to study and master is the way I would answer that. It's funny. You're, you're the, probably the second or third person that I've heard say that this year. And I'll tell you, it, it changed my trajectory. This is just a little bit of an anecdote from my experience, but I had the goal of reading a hundred this year. And, uh, and I was, you know, with COVID, I was way ahead of target, man. I think I had 50 under my belt by April or May. And somebody, what they didn't say it to me directly, I guess just somebody that I respect, somewhat of a mentor, I posted on their social media, you know, that, um, that this objective or this goal of like consuming all this content, right, is really more about ego than it, than it is about growth, you know. And I just started asking myself that question. I'm like, why does 100 even matter? I was like, well, I guess it matters so that I can brag that I read 100 books. Like if I'm being really brutally honest with myself, you know, who says that they read 100 books this year? And I'm like, I'm going to be that guy, right? And then the, the, the depth, the remaining pieces of the conversation was like, well, what about all the amazing books that are perfect for where you're at right now that you could study, that you could pull more out of? Why are we not just saying, hey, I got five books. I read them three times a piece every year and I become a better version of myself because of that. Like who's talking about that story, right? And so it's exactly what you're just saying, right? It's like, listen, the volume really doesn't matter. It's like, where am I at? What do I need? And how am I investing in, in, in garnering as much information as I can from these valuable resources, right? So gosh, man, that's super powerful too. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. Well, listen, man, it's uh, quarter to three. I think you're the same. Is it still quarter to three at your time? Or are you guys ahead an hour? I'm not, I uh, we're an hour ahead, I think. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yep. Well, that means that you're going to be helping your wife get dinner on the table here before too much longer. And uh, listen, man, I want to say thanks so much for spending time with me. It's such an honor to hang out with a guy like you that's doing so much in our company, in your community. And listen, if you're in Saskatoon or anywhere around Saskatoon and you want to meet with an amazing realtor who's going to serve you at the highest level, please for goodness sake, reach out to Chris. I can tell you this. He's one of the finest people I've met. I just know uh, that he would be happy to help you and serve you from the heart and do his absolute best for you. So uh, please reach out to Chris. Uh, my name is Courtney Atkinson. It's been a pleasure to hang out with you today, Chris. Thanks so much. Awesome. Well, thanks for having me. And um, we'll talk to you again real soon. Yeah, I look forward to that. Let's connect again. Okay. You bet. All right, man. Take care. Cheers. Cheers.